Hello, Misty. Hello, Ike. Welcome back to your show. Welcome back to our show. I'm so glad to co-host this show with you. I'm really glad to co-host this show with you, too. Uh, what you the don't Misty know, and Ike the Misty program. and Ike. It's not just Ike, as we've done for the four intros that we recorded before we just started this. Yes. Episode 208 yep. of the show, which is yeah. uh, going on our uh, Creepy Week theme. It is. We On Monday, we talked about Killer Clowns. Mm-hmm. And yesterday we talked about the Twilight Zone. Yep. So today, Pulp Fiction. We're going to talk about Pulp Fiction, <laughs> which isn't really that creepy. It's really not. Uh, I mean, it's got some dark to it. There's some it's things. Definitely in there. got some dark There's to some it. Some things in there that wouldn't be. That would be weird. Do you remember it. why we're going to talk about Pulp Fiction today? Uh, yes, because on in this month, perhaps on this very day, mm-hmm. it premiered at the film festival in Ireland. In France. France. Ireland, France. In France. That no one knows how to pronounce. Can. We're going to educate you right now. We are. Can. Check this out. Can. She can't hear this. Can. 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 So when you're talking to your friends about how to pronounce this film festival, it's a city in France and it's pronounced. Can. 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 <laughs> but if you look at the way that the K, I, it, I would go con. I would go con too. But it this clearly says it's not right. Can can. can. Right, so it's can's can. Fi- can no at no. It's not plural. The no, S is the S is silent. That's a film festival that if you know you make a film, you take it there, mm-hmm. people buy it. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was ninety three that they took it to can, and then it came out in ninety four. Mm, I think it debuted in nineteen ninety four. I think you're right. Can I don't agree with cans. that. Cans. Because it doesn't, because it says, uh, one of the facts that I'm going to bring up later is the other films that it was up against in 94. Okay. So. Well, the reason I picked to do this is because on this day in history.com said mm-hmm. it debuted at Cannes on this day in history in 1994. <laughs> well, what I've got is that uh, it's, well, you're right. Cannes Film Festival, May 1994. Yeah. It was shown at other festivals around the world. Here mm-hmm. it is in the little, at Munich yeah. and Locarno before hitting American shores on September 23rd, 1994 at New York mm-hmm. Film Festival. Right. The film was released in South Korea, Japan, and Slovakia before it officially opened in the United States October 14th, 1994, which so kind of blows my mind. only had a couple of months to have the impact that it right. had. So I'm going to go right into those stats. Do against it. The, okay. Yeah. Because so, I didn't realize it only had three months of yeah. the year. So if we go to this fact right here, the film was the third biggest R-rated earner of 1994. And it was up against <gasps> True Lies. At and Speed. And Speed. I love both those movies so yeah. much. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. But if you include all movies, not just R-rated movies, uh-huh. Forrest Gump takes the cake with 329. Oh, man. What a year for movies. Right? Dang. True Lies, Speed, Pulp Fiction, and Holy Forrest crap. Gump all came also, out in 1994. Also, I think Reality Bites was in 1994. Oh, snap. We should yeah. get a list of 1994 We should, we should do a whole episode of 94 movies, man. Well, it was a year. We we did an episode on what if quarantine happened in 1994. We did. That was so And we so didn't talk about fun. any movies that came out we on that didn't, episode. We didn't, did what we? What episode was that? I don't remember, but man, it was the, our first Nick week when our friend Nick came in and produced that for was us. Right. First right. Nick week. Totally he right. blew me away with that topic. Yeah. He surprised us that week, both of us. Neither one of us knew the topics, Mm-mm. and he would just pull it out. And I was like... 
Mind blown. Mind, Mind blown. blown. What if quarantine happened in 1984? And yes. now that we're out of quarantine because we're all vaxxed up, the world is fully back to normal, 100%. I don't feel the same. By the time this airs, the whole I world... I don't feel will... the same. Okay. <laughs> it's creepy when you whisper because it's in my ear. I have this little thing right here that I can hear everybody. So I'm going to keep whispering because yep. he hears it in his ear. How about this? <laughs> Even though the film made over $100 million, it took a long time to get there. I don't know what your your definition of long is. My definition of long is not 178 no, days. No, it sure as shit is if, not. If you were like, hey, hey, Misty. How I'm long gonna, do you think it's going to be until you yeah. <laughs> make this amount? Um, I'm going to give you $100 million in 178 days. Can you wait? Uh, yes. The answer is 100% fully. Yep. Yes. I will wait patiently and I will do a whole like a whole lot of things that you want me to do in that time. What if I said you had to give me um, 9.8 or $8.9 million and I'll give you $100 million back? Absolutely. Yes. Do you, do you have- Unequivocally. Una- Ooh. <laughs> no that's a ten dollar word right uh-huh. there okay you got some facts okay i do All right. um what do you this got? is something and i've heard this fact so many different times and the number fluctuates but this is the end of the rope number mm-hmm. the f word oh oh my god i didn't even know you were gonna pull this out this is great fuck is said in Pulp Fiction 265 times. 265 times. Is it the most F-bombs in yes. a Quentin Tarantino movie? Yes. It is? Yes. What's the second? Do you have the, the list? I don't have the list. Okay, I'm going to give a fact. Can you look that up? I think also, though, that it's maybe the most amount of times that it's said in any movie. Get the F I out believe. of here. Wow. I know. Check this out. Here's something that will blow your top. Okay. Uh, Vincent Vega was written for Michael Madsen. <gasps> Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Mm. So they were tied after Reservoir Dogs. A lot of people think Pulp Fiction is Tarantino's first film. Yeah, they do. It's his first studio flick because right. was super tiny. Now, what a lot of other people don't know is that um, Tarantino wrote two studio flicks before he was a director. Yep. He wrote True Lies. Yep. And I don't know the other one. Um, but back to... Oh, okay. This is completely not even close. No, no. There's swear net the movie. The Can count I... is nine hundred and thirty-five times for what movie? It's called Swear Net the movie. Oh, I thought you were on SwearNet.com. No, oh. the a documentary called Fuck about the word fuck. It said eight hundred and fifty-seven times. Wolf of Wall Street. 569 times. Wow. That doesn't Uncut surprise me. Uncut Gems. Oh. 560. It doesn't even rank it's in not... the top 20. Wow, Quentin, you need to step your game up. Quentin was up. Wow. I mean, straight out of Compton, 293 times. Goodfellas, get, get 300. Closer. Whoa. Sweet 16, it said 313 times. Sweet 16? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I thought that was the guy. You're thinking 16 Candles. Oh, I am thinking 16 Candles. That would be so weird if they just made an F-bomb version of 16 Candles. It's probably the porn version. Oh, yeah. Um, Alpha Dog. Can I switch it to your thing? Yeah. It's going to take five seconds. Casino, 398 times. Summer of Sam, like 435. Whoa, this takes forever. Yeah, Quentin definitely needs to up his game on the swearing. Pride and Glory. The, the Big, Big Lebowski, Lebowski, 281. Whoa. Reservoir Dogs, 269. That's so funny. What if it was... One step above Pulp Fiction. That's interesting. That yep. they're so close. What if that was your job? 
counting fucks. Yeah, be the... there. Well, I mean, <laughs> I have no fucks left to count. This is going to be our episode of, of the mo- of most f bombs. I absolutely. Yeah. We I was, try to not. I thought um, we were going to go clean for season two, but we apparently had. I went full blown other direction. We threw I threw that right the f out the window. <laughs> we sure did. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's been like a long controversial 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 <laughs> question of how many fucks were in Pulp Fiction. Two hundred sixty-five. What's it? Are you pulling up? How I'm doing does, that thing that we talked about mm-hmm, off mm-hmm, air. Mm-hmm. That was just a slip of tongue, not an actual like mispronunciation, though. I just tripped over the word right there. Controversial. <laughs> controversial. <laughs> but it did the K thing again. With the con, controversial. Uh-huh. Anyway. Controversial. Um, so, back to 20 surprising facts about Pulp Fiction. Um, man, this is reading different. Okay, so, the original Vincent Vega was, he was wrote, he wrote it for um, Michael Madsen, Madsen right? right? Who was Mr. Blonde? Mr. Blonde. I believe so, Two yeah. things about this. Yeah. This ties in together. I'm going to put it on the screen. Uh, it's going to take five seconds. So... He wrote it with Michael Madsen in mind to play Vincent Vega. Michael mm-hmm. Madsen decided a couple weeks after this, before the script was done that he wanted to play Wyatt Earp. Uh, he wanted to star in Wyatt Earp instead. So that's what it says right there. Uh, so he turned it down. But, There's so many of those weird ties in between Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Right. Well, here's another one. If <laughs> Michael Madsen had played Vincent Vega, he would have been his own twin because they're brothers. <gasps> right. Yeah, that's what it says in this little section right here. Right, um, That's nuts, right? Okay, here's another one that actually doesn't tie two Quentin Tarantino movies together. Okay. But ties Pulp Fiction with another movie. So when Butch is driving from his apartment, he's listening to Flowers on the Wall by the Statler Brothers. Oh, okay. And sings along to the lyrics, smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Little known fact, Statler Brothers were my favorite band when I was a kid. I my grandpa would play them, really? and that was my favorite line to sing in the car. Whoa. But in Die Hard with a Vengeance, Samuel L. Jackson asked Bruce Willis' character, John McClane, mm-hmm. what he's been doing. His reply? Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Cheer up. Be worse. working on a nice fat suspension. Smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo. Uh, totally different filmmaker. Yeah. <clears throat> Went ahead and replied something from. Wow. Yeah. I love that stuff. I, I think it's so cool. Yeah. I love when somebody, you know, pays respect to, to something else that they've done. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Um, But oh, there are a bunch of those like weird tie ins. Right. Well, speaking of Bruce Willis, mm-hmm. uh, he played Butch, right? Right. And Butch. Quintina, Quintina. <clears throat> oh, is Whoa! there a way that we can pull up a pronunciation of Qu- Quintina? Quintina. Yeah, that's that's their together just, names. Just Quentin check. Tarantino is Quintina. Mm-hmm. Quintina. Quintina. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Tarantino wrote the part uh, for a young younger boxer. He wrote oh. it with Matt Dillon in mind. That would have been very interesting. Yeah, and then very cool casting. Uh, but the actor took too much time to consider the part. Oh, Matt Dillon. And, yeah, what it was were tweaked you doing? slightly to accommodate Bruce Willis, who was a little ticked that he wasn't asked to play Vincent. Which would have been so weird, him yeah. playing that role. Can you imagine if Bruce Willis was Vincent and... What's his name? 
blanking the guy who played Vincent. John Travolta. John Travolta. Relaunched his <laughs> career, by the way. That's one of our talking points. Uh, if you, he played Butch, the fighter. That would have been really weird. It would have been really weird. It wouldn't I kind of like the way it ended up. Me too. I can't imagine if Michael... I always want to call Michael him Marsden. Marsden. That's a different guy. That's James Marsden. Yes. Boy, I'm getting my names mixed up today. James Marsden uh, was in Sonic. I think we talked about it last week. Whatever. We did. He's uh, also in my favorite... Uh, one of my favorite Netflix shows, Dead to You, with Christine Applegate. Okay. And he plays his own twin. I love that guy. Uh, he's great. He's one of the guys I want to be best friends with. Also in 27 Dresses, which is one of my favorite rom-coms. Okay. We should do an Sadly, episode. Sadly, I will admit. In the future, Misty and I will be doing a whole episode on James. I think we should. He's yeah. an interesting guy. Yeah, he he's really He's got is. like a pretty interesting personal life, He's a too. sleeper, too. Like, he's a completely. big star. But then, like, I bet he could go to Ralph's. Oh, completely. Ralph's totally. is a grocery store in Los that, Angeles. He's, you know what? He's one of that guy in that thing. Uh, uh, I know his name. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can give uh, you that one. I think you and I are a little more educated on pop culture and names than the average well, Joe. I, he was also in a soap opera. That I mean, hopefully, since we're hosting a pop culture podcast. It's a pop culture podcast. Anyways. Okay, back to this. Yeah. Also, so, Fabian in the movie mm-hmm. says, any time of the day is a good time for pie. That line is also said by Alabama in True Romance, also written by Quentin Tarantino. Wow. Maybe, man. And people give him a lot of credit for being super original in his dialogue. Here he is regurgitating stuff. Oh, he's what those, those are Easter eggs. Yeah. How about this? Total Easter eggs. The uh, original poster has oh, yeah. Uma Therma. Uma Therma. Uma Therma. Quintella and Therma. Yeah. Wow. Quintella and Therma. The first poster had Thurman smoking a box of Lucky Strike cigarettes. That doesn't make sense. You can't smoke a whole box. And you probably smoke a cigarette, not the box. But and it's Miramax, called a pack, not a box. Exactly. Um, well, you can get them in a box or a soft pack. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to correct you. But uh, Miramax didn't license the rights to Lucky Strikes. And they threatened to sue. So rather than fight it, Miramax had the posters returned. Those that survived can now get you big money. Wow. What if that's how we did it? We didn't go any crypto. We didn't do Dogecoin or anything. We just bought old movie posters and resold them on the internet. Okay. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to that. Oh, this is awesome. I got to share this. Uh, so Quentin Tarantino, he puts himself Quintella, Quintella, <laughs> Quintella, Quintella, Tarantino, the third, he right? puts himself in all of his films and he always right. gets killed. He always kills himself. Right. In this particular film, I can't say if it happens in other films, but somebody has to direct when you're on camera. Oh, I, so this is so awesome. Check it out. When Quentin, when, when Tarantino was on screen as Jimmy, someone else had to be behind the camera and that someone was Robert Rodriguez. You know, their buddies. Dust till dawn yeah. and grindhouse. Yeah. They did a bunch of other projects. That's Ugh. insane. Um, well, I want to wrap this up with okay. the mystery. The mystery. What do you think the mystery is? Um, I don't know. It's a mystery. What's in the briefcase? Oh, I oh, I think it's a soul. The mystery is what's in Marcellus Wallace's briefcase, and it's raged on since the movie came out. Some say that it's Elvis's gold suit from True Romance. That, Others that say it's the diamonds from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. The most popular theory is that it's Marcellus Wallace's soul, hence mm-hmm. the case's glow. Yeah. Um, sold it to the devil. There is a Band-Aid on the back of his head mm-hmm. and the theory is that that's where his soul was removed and the combination to the briefcase is 666 
In reality, the Band-Aid on his head was used to cover a shaving scar mm-hmm. that the actual actor inflicted upon himself. Oh, uh, because, you know, he probably reached... Yeah, he was trying to shave. Yeah, you know, it's Ving Rhames. He's yeah. trying to, you know, shave his head. Why wouldn't you have hair and makeup? Uh, Quentin Tarantino's original script had the briefcase containing diamonds. He quickly dismissed this as being too similar to Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Instead, he thought it was better to never reveal or even decide what was in the case. So yeah. everyone is free to speculate and come up with their own conclusions. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino himself never even sat back and said, well, maybe let's see what that could be in there. He just went, we will never know. You know what would be awesome? Tell me. Is if his 10th and final film was called The Briefcase. Oh, my God. Hey, Quentin Coss, we got some yeah. ideas. What's up? We just wrote your 10th film, bro. Yep. What's we up? We got some ideas. This episode is called Misty and Ike write Tarantino's 10th film. <laughs> Which he's only going to put out nine. Yeah. Well, he just put out his ninth. Yeah. I thought that was it. Ten and I thought he's done. I thought he had one more. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Who knows? That's what I thought. Okay. But. Well, I'd be excited for for one more. I am a fan. I do like myself some Tarantino. Um, I think he's very creative. Do you know that he owns a movie theater right by my house? Oh, yeah. The New Beverly. Tell everybody where you live. I live around the New Beverly. (laughs) Dude, the Fairfax district is plenty big. Come find me, y'all. If you're ever in Los Angeles, go to Tarantino's new movie theater. Yeah, it's going to open on June 1st again after the last, you know, all this whole year of things being shut down. Um, He bought it uh, when it was going to go out of business. He had a, a thing in his heart for a good old movie theater. 10 movies. I'm, all right, I'm in. But he hasn't put the tenth one out yet. Okay, well we'll write it for you. We will. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Quentin, thanks for being the only one to watch this episode. <laughs> I film- hope he's like sitting googling his name in the middle yeah. of the night and finds it. Filmmaker to filmmaker, appreciate you. And uh, since it's Thursday, we'll episode two hundred nine. Hiccups. Oh, <laughs> Hiccups. We we got to get out of here. Thanks for watching, Hiccups. everybody. Don't Hiccups. forget to check out our reels. Subscribe on everything. We have a tick. Do we have a TikTok? We have individual TikToks now. We do. We do. Um, Listen if you can't watch. Yes. On all the podcast platforms. And if you are listening, you probably should watch because we do a lot of visuals. We do. And um, we appreciate every single one of you. So especially all of our new friends. We've got a lot of new friends recently. We do. So really appreciate all everybody for watching. And if you made it all the way to this part of the episode, what we say every day is, since it's not Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. I messed that up. Oh.